Hey guys, it's Carmina here with Mina Be Choppin. Carmina here with Mina Be Shopping. Today I have Prince on and we're gonna get into it. I met him because we are both ambassadors for anti-broke barbers and he said something specifically that I'm gonna bring up but first I'm gonna let him do a shameless plug and tell us all about him. So take it away Prince. Hey, ain't nothing much man. I'm Prince the Fit Barber. This barber in Massachusetts just trying to inspire other people to come from nothing and make something of themselves. You know what I'm saying? Also inspire the thought process of you don't need to try to be rich and famous to be somebody. That don't make you somebody. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to inspire people to just success is getting through whatever you're going through with a clear mind and a clear heart, an open mind and an open heart after you get through it. You feel me? So if you go through something bad, you get through it, you're the same person you were before, you didn't let it break you, that's success. And the more of that you go through, the more you're successful. I just want to let people, because we all go through things no matter what. So, you know, we all have our individual things. So that's what I'm about. Just trying to uh, inspire people to get through their problems with a clear mind and a clear heart because life's not over after that. And we got more work to do. You feel me? So let us also know, I can see in the back, your shop is Elite Barber Spa. But what is your Instagram? All right. So my, my Instagram is Prince the Fit Barber and my shop is Palace Elite Barber Spa. Perfect. So let's jump off, right? Um, we had a very deep conversation on one of our phone calls and you said something, and I don't remember if you remember what I said, but you said that you had been- So your husband similar, like went through similar stuff like I did. Yep. So specifically you had said that you were out of prison for six years and I was like, I'm basically married to you, right? <laughs> because like you said, my husband had also been- the same. He's like out for six years. I want to say like in February. So he got off his probation. We're all good. So that's like why I was like, oh, I got, I got to talk to him because mindset is a huge thing. And you did touch on that a little bit, but, um, along with that, I feel like because <laughs> mindset is everything, but I feel like because he was in there for such like a long span that he could never be completely healed right. Um, he had got some paperwork that he had some restitution to pay. And she had told him that completely the amount of the amount of time that he was in there was like 19.5 years. So he's only 43. Um, he grew up in there, right? And I feel like I was so interested in what you said because I deal with his mindset on a daily basis. And just because he went through it doesn't mean that like your partner and your family doesn't go through it as well. Not just when you're like on the inside, but when you're on the outside as well. So just how does experience like affect you now, even though you have had so much growth? Uh, it's, it's always affecting. Like anything you go through affects you in some form of way. And like I said at the beginning, like you just got to make sure that it affects you in the right way. So um, the way it affects me now, I mean, this is like fast forward. Like I said, I've been home six years and all those six years, this isn't a lot of time. I made a lot of strides and it was like, so the six that I was talking about was before another eight. So I did that six that we were talking about. I was home for like eight months and then I did another eight years. I did five out of those six years, was home 
did another eight years, and then home six years from those eight years. And although that's not a time to be home, I made a lot of strides because I was homeless. I came home without nothing. I didn't even know how to cut hair. I got the license in prison, but didn't really have to cut anybody's hair because you know those videos you see with people with the razor and the comb, like tied to the comb? Bro, that's every day in there. Like, I honestly wish I would have picked up that trade because I'd have been making crazy content. <laughs> does that. They put the razor blade on the comb and tape it and it give you fades. So nobody goes to the barbershop, especially because you're in prison. So it's like, you're not seeing your people like that. So you have to be fresh, you feel me? So nobody's going to somebody that don't know what they're doing. So I didn't cut anybody. So long story short is I, I never cut hair, but I had the license. I, I came home homeless six years ago, living in my man's barbershop basement because I didn't want to come to my city where I just kept, you know, like I grew up in prison, like the husband, you know what I'm saying? And when I come home, I'm an orphan. So when I come home, I got nobody. So it's like right back to the streets, you feel me? So I just didn't want to... Uh, fight those odds anymore because I kept losing against those odds. So I, I went and I, I humbled it and I stayed in my man's basement. It wasn't a finished basement. It was a real basement, like a regular basement. And I slept in there for a few months. So I opened his shop at seven. I would watch 360 DZ videos all night in the basement, learning how to cut hair. I would open up the shop at seven. I would close it at 10 at night and I would stay there all day. People thought it was my shop. And I watched 360 DZ while I'm cutting. I wouldn't even care. You feel me? Like, I got to get nice. So long Short is uh, how it affects me now is different from how it affected me then. How it affected me then, I was having to dodge the devil every two seconds. Like he was on my back so hard every two seconds. I'd be watching the videos in the basement and be like, bro, you don't even have to do this. You could get out of this basement. You call your man right now, they'll bring you a brick. Like now I'm more grateful because honestly, I'm so grateful because I can't say I, I can't do it. But if I had to, I would. I don't see why I would be in that predicament again now from all the growth I made. But if I had to, I could do it again. But I honestly don't even see how I did that shit in the first place. I don't know how I got through all that. Like, that was some that was some rough stuff. So, and the fact that I did, I got a lot of information. I didn't resort back to my old ways. I'm out here so I can help people. And it's funny that you hit me up to do this today. I, I told you I was going to go uh, eat first. So I went to a Jamaican restaurant down the street. But it was a dude that I used to chill in there, get mad information from me. He was a lifer. But he was a lifer. He's not ever coming home. And he was in before I was born. When I got in there and I grew up in there, so I would always go back. So my first time in adult prison was my 17th birthday because I did a three-year bid when I was 16 and uh, they transported me to the adult prison on my birthday. So the day I turned 17, actually the day before, I was still 16 and I was in Ludlow, Hamden County in Massachusetts and uh, went upstate by 18, met him, came home off that two-year bid, went back for the six, chilled with him again, came home for the eight minutes, went back for the eight. Failed with him again. Like, this dude was there before I was born and throughout all these bits, and he's never coming home. Bro, he was in the restaurant just now. Oh, no, that's dumb. I guess he got, like, parole, like, life parole, and he figured they let him out because he kept getting denied because, yeah, he killed a lot of man. He was crazy back in the day, but, bro, I did not, I couldn't believe this dude was on the street, man. You know what I'm saying? And he's coming to the shop later. So it's just, like, it affects me now differently. Like, back then, I would have seen him. Maybe we would have gotten in trouble. Maybe they'd been, like, the one to bring me. You know what I'm saying? But now it's like I can help this guy. Like he's home. He only been home a couple weeks. He's in a, a, a sober home right down the street from my shop. I could get him coming here every day to chop it up. I could, I could help. Now it's affecting different. Now all the pain just makes me want to keep helping and make me want to keep giving the information because I come to the point where I'm like, bruh, it's like I'm getting older now too. And like things happen and people die young and we don't know when we're going to die. Suppose, God forbid, I die tomorrow. I just went through all of that shit just to have all this information and die. Like, that can't be what I'm here for. It's impossible that that's my reason to be here. Like, nothing can get me down. Nothing can make me want to go back to that. Yeah. It just makes me 
want to do some more positive shit because like I'm way too far in now. So like now it's like I, like money or credit, like anything I used to chase really don't even fucking matter. And I've already had all that stuff, like I said. And when I first came home, the fact that I already had all that stuff, it was affecting me differently. It made me want to not try to do it that way and go back to doing it so I can get all that stuff again. But now that I'm, I've got a majority of that stuff back, totally legitimately, literally just by cutting people's hair. So I know like when my man came out, he just cut everybody off, right? Luckily his family had moved. So when he came out, he was like completely cut off from anybody. And I think there's no other way that he could have done that. Um, but that's also a super lonely road, right? So with that part, when you came out, how did you deal with being kind of alone? And we, I, I think you commented on one of my posts the other day about um, that you can't do everything alone, right? Like there's some kind of help along the way. Along the way, but how did you deal with just really being by yourself? So um, that's how I've been my entire life, anyway. So like, I, it's kind of a little easy the alone part. But um, I'm not alone. I'm literally so. I'm right here and I just didn't, I just don't mess with nobody, but I'm still in my same city. Like I'm still right here. I'm on the, my, 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 I got the nicest luxurious shop on the same street that I've been incarcerated on 27 times. The same street I've slept on as a homeless kid running away from foster care. Same street that I sold drugs and ruined people's lives on. I got a street that I'm saving people's lives on, a shop that I'm saving people's lives on, on the same street. But the loneliness is, uh, I'm always lonely. I'm uh, 24. Literally, 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 the only people I ever talk to are barbers and clients. <laughs> literally, literally, no girls. I don't be running around. <laughs> yo, Tank was here with me. He's like, yo, you literally do this shit all day, every day. Like, anywhere I go, I'm just trying to get clients. That's the only reason I'm even outside. Just trying to get a client. Every single thing is this industry, 24-7. So I'm kind of a freak with it. And that's not easy for most people to do. But, yeah. I mean... People can create their own balance their own way. I don't really have anything else going on, so it is what it is. But the lonely part is like, it's always been like that. I'm an orphan. You know what I'm saying? I never even had mom and dad and all that shit. So yeah. I've always been solo, but that has always affected me in a negative way. It's always been like, F everybody. I've always been so angry. That's why yeah. I got hella charges from being an angry little kid, always fighting every single day, getting in a fight. Even if you lock me up, I'm going to fight in jail. I'm going to fight every single day. When I'm a teenager, I fought every day of my life. So it's like, always getting in trouble. Because being alone and, and being neglected like that made me angry. Mm -hmm. But now it just makes me, because I know, because of this, honestly, it's been the last six years, all this growth. It's just because I know now. I never knew. I didn't have faith in myself then. You know what I, mean? I didn't know I could do anything. I thought all I could do was sell drugs. Like, oh, yeah, I was born on the street. You know I was born addicted to drugs. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't know. And I never used drugs after you know, being born addicted to drugs. But I, so I'm in the streets with them. I'm 14, 15, sleeping in crack houses, serving them, sleeping right next to them. You feel me? And it's like, I've been alone the whole time. Like, never wanted that for myself. You feel me? It's always just like, what the fuck am I going to do anyway? Always trying, always trying. Hence to finally succeeding, but it just taking a long time. You know what I mean? But so long story short is it affects me now where when, I, when, I, when, I, when I'm lonely, it don't make me want to uh, be sad or angry about it. It made me want to uh, think of other people's situations. Like, other people are more lonely than me. Like, I got my shot, man. I'm actually good. I'm actually strong. Like, God bless me. Maybe I've been through all that, but I'm a strong dude, bro. I'm doing this all by myself, so I don't feel bad for myself no more. You feel me? So the lonely shit is not really a, a problem. And look at the way the world works. You better all play your damn self, bro. This world is crazy anyway. Nobody want to deal with these goons. <laughs> Girls are crazy. Guys, everybody's like weird and snaky and, and clout and clout chasers. And, man, like people don't even, people be trying to get to a certain 
Target and, and, and be doing it by themselves. So like I live in a city, I am pretty well known out here. I do a lot of stuff. So I got a food group of like 16,000 people in it. You know, I got a elite entrepreneur group just for like the other business owners with a whole bunch of people in it. And it's like, I noticed that not to knock anybody that's hustling on their own and try to do everything by themselves, but it's like people don't utilize these platforms with all these and try to collab with the people, other people that are on there. And then they end up going out of business just because they wanted to do everything by themselves, their way. Say they did it. Who even gives a shit? And not only who gives a shit, nobody's going to give a shit. Because if you do it by yourself, it's not like you're going to be looked at as a better person than the person that got help. You know what I'm saying? Nobody thinks you're better than xyz because you did it alone like like when you see me and you talk to me like you're gonna feel it like you're gonna feel the regular like we kids like we normal like we in high school elementary school we i talk about regular shit like i call people my friends and i love people and it's normal like being alone ain't that much of a bad thing it's a benefit and you get to like pick and choose because if you're alone and also observant and smart mm -hmm. you can like make a sucker to catch a sucker just you know feel people out or throw them a little thing see what they talking about and I, not sure he not, yeah, he not it or she not it. But uh, I'm gonna keep this distance for this reason, X, Y, and Z. And you work strategically, and then you'll be smooth because everybody has a use, but everybody ain't your fucking friend for sure. Yeah, I feel a lot of the same way because I am. I feel like a really big thinker, right? And I feel like I act on a lot of stuff, and I, I try not to be scared about trying new things. And I feel like it intimidates people so they don't really know how to handle me. Um, so I'll be at shows alone. Like you'll see me doing everything alone and not necessarily on my own because I have like an amazing family, but I just feel like I'm able to tackle so much more and I'm not like trying to explain myself. In like the dating world, I noticed for me now, I'm going to have to date uh, a, a barber girl. And I was going to ask you this too because you say... <laughs> There's no girl. Every time I did try to date, there's like no. And she's going to have to be down with content creation so she understands like what I'm doing. But I'm telling you, bro, it doesn't work any other way, at least for me, because I'm 24-7 about this shit. Yep. So it's like the girl that I'm with, like she's going to have to be very understanding of that. And and honestly, it's not even fair. As I've been dating, I know it's not even fair. <laughs> this is going to come first. You know, feel me all the time. The industry, helping people. My whole goal of why. This is the only reason why I'm alive, bro. You feel me? Like I don't. Have, this girl doesn't exist now. You know, my mom or dad or anywhere in the arms reach or anywhere around now. I'm right now. I'm not in a relationship right now. I'm dolo right now. The only thing I am even keeping me alive is helping other people and understanding that God wants me here for that reason. When you're doing the right things, the right people come to you and then the right stuff happens to like all the stuff you were doing before. Nothing good would have ever came to you. You would never have met the right people to connect with, to put you in a place that's not just positive, but in a place of growth, you know, again, like to have the right mindset, there's no way. But now like you're living in a righteous way and whatever that means to you, you know what I'm saying? But doing the right thing that you feel in your heart every day, like you're going to meet the right people. You're going to come across the right situations and you're, you get with a girl who doesn't respect like what you're doing first. And she knows, you know what I'm saying? Then that's probably not the right one anyway. When I was a little kid, I could really never have a relationship because I was wild and I was mad and wild, like wild, like, like wild, really the kid. So that was almost impossible anyway. So I would only get gangster girls anyway. But even the gangster girls, like, it's just, like, you don't have no, when you're that wild and like your, your mind, my, my mindset isn't right, 
Like you just don't have like a guy that's like that, and, and a man, any man or boy, adolescent, teenage, any male, because we got ego. We got a lot of ego. We got pride. We don't want to look like some type of way in front of each other. Mm-hmm. To have patience with a girl, you gotta take L's in 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 your uh, guy card. And some things that a woman like a pro a situation is that you uh, handle like the way you have to handle it. Like you're, you're, the, the player players is gonna look at you like you're not in the club. <laughs> But that, that's jail will teach you to do shit like that. First of all, probably because you need her when you're in there. Because you're like, you're like, I ain't about to cuss her out. <laughs> I need her to come for my mental health. So I'm going to just, whatever she says, I don't care. But I don't know. That might be how it starts. But it definitely, because I see, like, I, I didn't have too much uh, girlfriend shit going on in there either. But I see other people. And I know dudes that was on the street with me that couldn't handle no relationship. He's Mr. <laughs> boy now in this in this in this visitor room and a lot of them i understand people will probably say this in these comments oh where are we posted that a lot of dudes use girls but i'm not talking about them i'm talking about oh, dudes wow. that actually, there's millions i'm talking <laughs> about the dudes that actually the girl i'm talking about real real men here you know what i'm saying a bad predicament so those dudes that actually have their girl that they actually do love that's what i'm talking about yeah but like that will help you deal with that girl because i know dudes that had their girl before they went to jail they was Hitting her, you know what I'm saying? We from the streets. So I know dudes like this. Be real. You know what I'm saying? They hitting the girl. Yeah, it's a wild. I don't hit no girls ever, but I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm, but I see. They hit the girl. They wild. You know, it's a wild dude in a relationship. Like, he's not supposed to be with that girl. It's toxic as fuck. And then the, and then he home. Now they got a kid. Now he trying to change. Now he work at the Amazon. And he being nice to her. Like, like she, they not might not have evolved so much in life, but their relationship evolved something crazy. Like, so, yeah, it works for relationships, I guess. That <laughs> trips me out. And I, like, watch um, the shows where they have, like, boyfriends in jail and they're, like, shooting up money. And I'm like, girl, what is wrong with you? Like, I've been, I've been in jail, too. And I remember one time on the bus, this girl was like, oh, my God, girl, he's so fine. And I was like, girl, he ain't got a job. Like, what the <laughs> First of all, you don't look for like a specific person to love anyway. True. But see how you end up with him anyway, because that's what it meant to be. Like people in this situation, that's why like I also condone everybody messing with whoever they want. But if you see like the cultural, like if an Indian woman is married to an Indian guy or a Chinese guy is married to a Chinese woman or a Puerto Rican is married to a Puerto Rican, yep. like those do like uh, statistically better relationships because you know they're culture wise they know what was going on so like where you grow up those people that like lived your heart people like try to like get away from people sometimes because they want to be around a better crowd and that makes sense but i'm telling you just that's why i love what i'm doing right now and the way i'm doing it because i want to be around a better crowd of people as well so yes. what i'm doing is making my crowd of people better you feel me i'm gonna take these motherfuckers i'm gonna make them professional I'm going to put a professional barbershop dead in the middle of the hood, and I'm going to go on Instagram every day and tell these motherfuckers how to be professional. I'm going to make mad bread doing it. I'm going to make it so you're stupid if you don't. You're going to be seeing Prince do it all by yourself. You can yeah. still sit there and do, some, like, do it the way you're doing it. You feel me? And like like my man that I seen today that was out the joint, like, like I, I, it would be great to be around uh, like-minded people, yeah. but uh, sometimes you just got to make your people, you got to step your people's mindset up. And you, you know, know what? what? I'm sure, like, because you've seen him multiple times throughout the years, he was an OG, and, like, you looked looked up to what he said, and you trusted things that he said because he's been That's through That's what I'm saying. On the like, flip, like, now you're the one. You know what I'm saying? So oh, oh, Yeah, I was like, so I was, by the time I got to Concord, I was, no, 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 I met him in Shirley, so I was 19. Yeah, it was, like, 20 years ago, bro. You feel me? Like, and, like, and he's, and he was there before I was born, so he was, he's, like, a 60-year-old man now, so he was, like 40. Yeah. He's already old. Yeah. 
saying? He's already older than me now. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. So it's like, yeah, he's seen the kid me, the teenage me, the adult me, and then now like he's out here. It's it's nuts. Like he taught me how to box, like stuff like that. I'm sure he's so proud. I would be so proud. You know that. I'm sure you talked to a thousand cats that didn't make it. You know, I posted posted with him in mind the other day because I was like, uh, uh, if you scroll down, you can see it. I was like, and it it was crazy. Like it's the same week. It's just a couple days ago. Um, I said, uh, PSA to all gangsters. Like if you're out here doing stuff that'll land you life in prison, uh, take it from me. Everybody that's in prison doing life is in a law library four hours a day trying to find a way home. Yep. You're already home. Calm the fuck down and choose a different route. <laughs> you feel me? So, and, and look at my man. He found his way home. You feel me? And he's proof. Like, uh, when he come in here, I'm going to make some content with him. That's beautiful. Man. Man. I'm so excited to see like, posted this, like, and make him tell a story because, yeah, that day, yeah, it's crazy. Um, And I think barbering will do that. Being a hairstylist will do that. I raised four kids by myself, and I've cried saying this several times. But I would not have been able to do it like without this industry and without a degree, right? Because we really do make like what lawyers and what very high paid and educated people make. And sky's the limit. Yeah. But always not to jack anybody. You know, I respect people and I show love to everybody. But like Pacino, I don't like to talk all the time shit. But I mean, look at the dude, man. That dude's like doing what he's doing. His job, I tell my clients. Cause I like try to like, cause they like they gas me. My clients gas me. They love what I'm doing. So they're like, you going to Philly next week? Uh, and then they come talk about it. Yeah, surviving here. So um, like they supporting it. So I show them Pacino all the time. So I'll be like, bro, and I'll tell them like his job title is barber. Same job title. Like you know what I'm saying? His job title: doctor, snod, scientist, rocket scientist. It's barber. His job title is barber. His job description is cut hair and sell products. And make content. Same shit as yeah. every single one of us. Like sky's the limit, though. That that dude is proof, and he can even go further than him, and and he probably will as well. But that's just my point. Like, not only sky's the limit financially, sky's the limit, uh, and because I don't really care about that, I just want to be comfortable. But for me, sky's the limit in mental health. <laughs> like, you meet so much people that, like I said, they be gas. I don't have nobody else for that. I don't have no friends that share my shit. My clients share my shit. My clients tell me I can make it. My clients gas me like, I don't have buddies doing this shit. I don't have none of that shit. So it's like, for your mental health, it's amazing. You know what I'm saying? Your people yes. fuck with you, right? They fuck with you. And then when they're having bad days, like I said, I've been through my clients. I'm, I'm running like a little luxury situation here. So a lot of them, like, like I get my hood dudes, but like I get a lot of like lawyers, doctors. I cut the mayor. I cut the chief of police. I cut a lot of these people. So their problems ain't shit. <laughs> and I'm not taking away from nobody, but they problems ain't that serious half the time. Everyone you know has the same problems, like literally everyone has money, half the time. family, job, like everyone uh, yeah. has exact problems. You have rich people problems, so it's so easy <laughs> to like tell them some good ass. Even if they had real problems, I can still give them good information. But they're probably they be thinking I'm like a guru. They be thinking <laughs> I'm a guru, bro. Like they come to me for all this information. I'm like, bro, I just told you some shit. Anybody in the hood would have actually told you. <laughs> Common sense, bro. Hustling in corporate is the same shit. Like, <laughs> it's good for your soul. It's good for their soul. It's good. I have family stuff. Like I said, I don't have family. I don't have nowhere to eat Thanksgiving. I don't have nobody give me a Christmas present. I could do all that shit right here. We do, do a secret sin in here. We do Thanksgiving uh, giveaways. So I get holidays in, 
right here. So through this industry is 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 my family, it's my mental health. That's why I love all barbers and show so much love. Nobody's my competition because really just I just want to have a whole bunch of friends. I ain't doing this shit for no bread. I can get the bread by myself. I am getting the bread by myself. You know what I'm saying? Let's talk about um how you said they gas you, which I always thought was so weird. Not for you, but like for me, right? <laughs> when they're like, Oh my god, like you're so good or um like do that. And I'm like and to me, I'm like, what are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't, it doesn't resonate with me. I'm like, this is normal shit. Like you said that just, I do every day and I've just been doing it so long that I just do it very efficiently. And I, I wish sometimes that I could um, see and feel like what they're telling me, you know, like, oh my God, you're so amazing. I'm like, uh, thanks. You know, I just choose to believe it. If I give him a semi mid haircut <laughs> and he's like gassed, I'm gassed too. I'm gassed. I'm gassed. To me and you're gassed. I'm going to definitely be gassed because I didn't think that came out so good, my man. So, happy. I'm exuberated. <laughs> yeah, I take everything. You just got to let it make you happy. Like, I let it. I just, I just, you got to purposely have good vibes in this world. You got to just throw them out there on purpose. You got to make everything a good vibe. For real. That's definitely. Yeah. I, a hundred percent feel that. And I do like, as far as you're talking about mental health, um, self-talk all the time. So the Disney Pocahontas cartoon, this is so funny, but there's a scene in there where John Smith, he's like tied up and he always goes, um, I've been, I've been in worse scrapes than this. And that is something that I tell myself like all the time when I'm in some shit or I'll be like, I've been in worse situations. I've been in worse, like I've gotten through worse shit than this. Like, and that is so helpful for me. Even when you're thinking it's the worst one you've ever been in, just think that someone else been through worse. Yep. Definitely, no matter what, somebody else been through worse. And somebody else been through worse and figured it out and is living a great life now. Yep. I tell my kids and I tell myself, I'm like, you have lights, you have food, and you have water. Like, there's a couple times when, like, it got turned off when we were younger. You know what I'm saying? Like, or that you didn't have, like, lunch money or whatever. Like, you guys appreciate like the small stuff i remember my ac went out and it gets very hot here like 112 115 and it was like on a, a heat wave and my kids were dying for like two days right and i was like good you know like you guys can understand because it's very luxurious that you even have a goddamn ac like <laughs> to feel the burn a little bit yeah literally. figuratively yeah exactly nah yeah people got to go through things man to learn i'm a i'm a and that's why, like, I'm trying to tailor my social media delivery because uh, I want to take it on a grand scale one day and really be motivating people, like, for, for real, a lot of people in, in one room. And it's like, sometimes I feel like the aggressive, like, jail guy need to calm down a little bit because I'd be so so serious about, like, I get, like, I, I was an instructor at the school and I quit because, <laughs> yeah, the kids didn't want to learn. They wasn't listening. The, the, the other instructors, like, weren't helpful they really yeah, know shit like... yeah so then it's like um like i feel like i'm bullying these kids into being barbers like i don't want to do that for 17 hours an hour bro i'm out of here me when i was in school so i originally started with cosmo and then barber uh but like 20 years ago almost almost 24 years ago but um i wanted to learn everything like i did black hair i did waxing i did um fades like i did color i did perms i did lash i mean i did everything i wasn't even supposed to be on certain sides of the school but i was like no i want to learn that so now i can literally do like everything and everyone will be like this sucks this and i would just be like why this is dope like 
when I bought a pair of scissors in my hand, it was the first time like in my whole life that I felt I fit somewhere. So I felt like I belong somewhere. And it doesn't like click to me how the students have such an amazing opportunity and just like chuck it because before if you wanted to get education, it was like you have to go to LA or you have to go to New York. And it was like five, ten thousand dollars. No joke, it was so expensive. But now you have so many free avenues. So I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you guys? I, I was that so I, as you were saying that, I realized why I'd be so passionate because I was not like that. Like, I mean, I, I went to barber school in prison, but I wasn't paying no attention. I just wanted to get a license. I knew how it was. It's prison. That's a different vibe. Yeah. But at first, when I came home, I wanted, I was doing like, you know, because I didn't have no professional training. So I'm out here like kind of being like, yeah, the half-assed barber too. Like not really trying to learn color, not trying to do this, just trying to do tapers and skin tights, only like trying to take clients, being lazy, spending yeah. money we're not supposed to, like... You know, and uh, and I started to get fully focused along my journey of growth. And then, like, I X'd out all those things and it made me who I am now. And so now the benefits that I'm getting from being the man who I am now, it's like, and then I see somebody being like how I used to be. I'm working real hard on them because I know that that shit's not going to get them nowhere. And if you stop right now, you could be better than where I'm at because I started way later in life than you did. Do your best at whatever you're doing. Don't matter what anybody else is doing. It really doesn't. Bro, there's cornballs that make it. There's people that are making it, getting rich off of stuff you're not even supposed to be doing. People jumping on Dunkin' Donuts counters, knocking over donuts and shit, getting rich and famous. Like, the rich and fame ain't the move. Mm-mm. Be yourself, be authentic, and then whoever is supposed to rock with you is going to rock with you. And whoever don't rock with you ain't supposed to be rocking with you. Don't even be mad about it. They ain't for you. They're not your people. They don't belong around you in your circle. They don't, their energy don't mix with yours. There's a reason that you don't know, but it's not your job to figure it out. Just go with the energy. You know what I'm saying? Do you be authentic. Prince the Fit Barber, I love you all. Holla at me for anything. That's all I got to say. And I just <laughs> you guys know that I'm not mean. I'm just saying what everybody else is thinking. Peace, and I'll see you soon. <laughs>